Welcome to the Center for the Advancement of Virtual Organizations, training on-ground teams to move online. I'm Stephanie Menefee, and today we're joined by Sila Farani Simmons, Director of Organizational Development for National Education Partners. Sila, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to come and chat with us about training teams to move from an on-ground environment to a virtual one. First, can you tell us a little bit about your current role? Absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. It is my absolute pleasure to be here today and to chat with you and to connect with your listeners. Um, So my team and I, we believe that our ultimate purpose is to empower the organization and to help foster a true culture of learning. And so we work very closely with leaders and team members to create an environment where we can share a platform where teaching and learning happens readily and organically, in addition to more formal and structured interventions. So uh, in my role, the way that we go about doing this is to work collaboratively across the organization to anticipate and assess needs and design, implement, and evaluate appropriate interventions that range from delivering training sessions to creating just-in-time support materials or working with leaders and others on change management, leadership development, and uh, organizational effectiveness strategies. So I understand you were recently responsible for developing the training for a shift of workforce from on-ground to a remote environment. Um, Can you tell us a little about what that looked like and how you identified the training needs of your groups? Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, really a pretty incredible uh, feat for NEP as a whole to accomplish this over just a five-day period um, to transition to a 100% remote organization. In fact, it was so beautifully orchestrated that someone watching from the outside could have easily thought that this was a fully pre-planned effort. And so many people stepped in at every level of the organization and they stepped up and went above and beyond to make this a reality. On our end, in the OD and L&D front, we focused on three key buckets. So the very first bucket, um, or our very first priority really, was to identify what we needed to help the organization actually work remotely. In our world, much of this work was focused on the use of technology. So we created, within the first 24 hours, job aids on accessing the VPN. We published Zoom training videos. Uh, We created a remote uh, resources SharePoint page and um, focused heavily on helping people to access and use their technology. The second bucket was focused on creating the resources to help the organization not only work and communicate remotely, but also to do so effectively. And this is actually ongoing work. But one of the first things that we did was, um, especially during a time of uncertainty and a time when we're telling people to socially distance, we wanted to ensure that we did our part to continue the NEP culture And uh, that's really focused on family and cohesion and ultimately uh, recognize that as the superpower of the organization and that the thing that keeps us agile and flexible and resilient. And so we wanted to keep that alive and share work from home best practices. And so we worked with our leaders across the organization to produce this cute little funny video that stresses work from home best practices totally shot and recorded via Zoom. And uh, the leaders were tremendous sports and put themselves out there to help us put this together quickly and share something with a personal touch instead of just sharing a static document. 
The third bucket is really just focused on business continuity, keeping the world of work moving despite the challenges, which basically meant that we needed to find the virtual translation for any and all upcoming training sessions. So out of the approximately 110 or so hours of training that we are scheduled to deliver between March and April, we only postponed one one one-hour session everything else has a virtual um, translation. Wow, this is really interesting stuff. Um, So you discussed this a little bit already, but can you tell us a little bit more about how you decided to deliver the training? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we make use of a variety of modalities, including virtual instructor-led live webinars, asynchronous methods like recorded videos, um, especially when we're making use of asynchronous methods, we are um, we are increasing our focus on knowledge assessments to ensure that learning transfer actually happened. Um, and so we're also using blended learning strategies when it comes to some of our more complex training programs. For example, one of the things that we're really focused on right now is translating a three-week new hire experience that is completely designed and built for instructor-led in-person delivery. And we're translating that into a virtual format, as well as some of the training that is revolved around new programs and program revisions. All of that is moving virtually. And so we're making use of a blended format. We're making use of uh, group work, small group work, virtual group work. Um, we're making use of uh, Zoom webinars. We're making use of asynchronous learning, recorded videos, uh, small group mentorship that is delivered online. Um, and all of those things really truly round out the learning experience. And our goal is to deliver an experience that's um, that's equal in terms of efficacy and in terms of experience from the learner's perspective to what we were able to deliver in person. Wow. uh, You have really done quite a bit in such a short amount of time. Um, Is there any advice that you could give to others tasked with a quick turnover on how to cater virtual training to teams with, um, you know, really unique needs in a short amount of time? Yeah, absolutely. And I should just mention that the uh, learning and development team is an incredible force in the organization. And none of this could be even possible without the work of every single one of those team members. And in addition to have the support and the partnership of um, all of the partners in the organization um, is just icing on the cake. So I have four key pieces of advice that I would share. The first one is keep it simple and prioritize what is most important to the business and to the people. And that's where where, uh, you'll want to spend your time. The second piece of advice I have is don't let perfect get in the way of progress. That is something that I actually uh, continuously have to learn myself and something that I stress with my team. The third piece is partner closely with every area of the business that you can and figure out how you can best support them and their people. So it's not about uh, you as an OD or L&D function. It's really about everyone else. So you really need to have a heart of service, especially in moments like this, working in this line of work. 
And then the fourth uh, key piece of advice is build in and create social moments. Um, and it's, you know, little things like using your camera, being mindful of your body language and energy and your inflection of voice and are you smiling? And remember that you are dealing uh, ultimately with human beings first and meeting and training participants second. That's really fantastic advice. Sila, thank you so much for joining us today in support of the Center for the Advancement of Virtual Organizations and for giving us such an in-depth look at your processes. We appreciate your insights and we know our listeners will definitely benefit from your experiences. It is absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.